Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of the Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Hi, everybody. It's Pete Sardis from The Lawyer You Know. And some of you may know that we practice personal injury work here in our office, but we also do criminal defense. And for me, I actually did primarily criminal defense work for the first about 10 or 12 years of my career. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what I call kids killing kids and all these cases that have come out lately. The young lady up in Columbus that was going to stab, you know, the other girl that was shot by law enforcement. There is a case here locally in Largo, Florida, where a, a minor allegedly followed two women home and murdered them in their house. And of course, we've seen the uh, all the news on Tristan Bailey, who is the 13-year-old girl that was found stabbed to death. They've arrested a young man by the name of Aiden Fucci, who is 14 years old, and one of her classmates, and they've charged him, or they're trying to determine how they're going to charge him for what will be the prosecution for the murder of Tristan Bailey. If you like this content, click subscribe below, give us a thumbs up. We obviously appreciate your input. If you have any questions, leave them down below and we try to answer as many as we can. All right, what I plan to do is to tell you about the difference between the juvenile system and the adult system and how the decisions get made on where minors are gonna be prosecuted. Then I wanna kind of discuss with you all how that decision making is actually done. And finally, we're gonna talk about some actual uh, live cases that are happening right now that this is relevant to, to see you know, if, uh, what the prosecutors are gonna do in those cases. All right, let's talk generally about juvenile cases. Florida, like a lot of states, has a distinction between adults and minors when it comes to charging them. In Florida, a minor doesn't have a criminal charge. They're charged as something called delinquencies, and they're dealt with in delinquency court, which is juvenile court for our intents and purposes. Florida, though, is different than the rest of the states. Not all of them, but most of them, because Florida's prosecutors have a wide discretion about doing something called a direct file. And what a direct file is, is when the prosecutor takes a juvenile out of juvenile court and puts them into the adult system where they are tried as an adult and they face adult sanctions and adult penalties. So here's the way it works. In Florida, the statute is 998.557, which is, discusses where the prosecutor's discretion comes from in charging juveniles. For 14 and 15 year olds, there are 21 enumerated felonies that prosecutors are allowed to use their discretion to charge as adults. Think of these as the worst of the worst. Murder, aggravated crimes, sex offenses, things like that. As you get closer to age 18, the authority of the prosecutor gets more relaxed. So for 16 and 17 year olds, a prosecutor can decide to charge any felony in adult court. There are some possibilities to charge misdemeanors in adult court, but they're pretty limited. And the limitations are it's traffic related, think of DUIs, or the delinquent, the minor has two prior adjudications in delinquent court, at which point the prosecutor can elect to charge a misdemeanor as an adult. All right, so let's talk for a second about a case that's actively going on here in Florida. It is uh, Tristan Bailey. For those of you who don't know, it happened here in St. Augustine. Tristan was a cheerleader, 13 years old, and she was discovered stabbed to death, actually heinously stabbed to death. I think they had multiple stab wounds. And the law enforcement agency did some investigation and they have arrested a young man by the name of Aiden Fucci. He is 14 years old and is a schoolmate of Tristan. And at this point, the prosecutors are trying to make a determination 
about how they're going to charge him. Meaning, are they going to charge him as a juvenile or are they going to charge him as an adult? They've already determined, at least based on what I'm seeing in, uh, in some press releases and, uh, and just in the news, that they've already decided they're going to charge him with second-degree murder. And the reason I know that is because they actually did a complaint for second-degree murder for the warrant. So the question now is, how does the prosecutor, how are they going to balance this? Because he is 14. So technically, the crime of second-degree murder falls within that range where they can charge him as an adult. All right, so let's talk about where he is now. Because he was actually taken into custody, Mr. Fucci, Aiden, was taken to the Department of Juvenile Justice. And in Florida, the way it works is when a minor is detained for a crime, they start with the Department of Juvenile Justice because that's where all minors go. They don't take minors to adult jails for holding and for processing. So while he's in the Department of Juvenile Justice custody, the state attorney's office is going to make a decision about whether they're going to charge him as a minor, leave it in delinquency court, or where they're going to take the plunge and direct file him and charge him as an adult. So what's the difference? If he's charged as a minor, there is a lot more leniency. The system is built to try to rehabilitate minors. The system is designed to have a lot of options. Options like alternatives to adjudication, meaning there are a lot of programs for education. There are a lot of programs set up for something called diversion, meaning that they move the child out of what would be a criminal charge and try to work it into more of a therapy type process. Now, don't kid yourself, you can be detained for a uh, for delinquency offense, but juvenile courts jurisdiction ends at age 21 in Florida. That's as far as a judge can sentence a juvenile that's in delinquency court. Now. On the other side, adult court is literally that, adult court. In adult court, though, you have all those rights, like cross-examination of witnesses, you get to uh, trial by jury, all of those things, but you also have the possibilities of the penalties that are adult penalties. Like I said, this is secondary felony, life in prison is a reality. Now, we're mincing some words here, but in Florida, minors cannot be sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. There are some nuances, but at the end of the day, you could be going to big boy prison for a very long time. One of the other difficult parts that a prosecutor has to judge uh, when they decide whether they're going to direct file a juvenile into adult court is they recognize that juveniles in adult court, that's a tough road to hoe. It is a very difficult place to be. The chances of a juvenile being victimized, becoming a target of, you know, of terrible things like beatings and sexual assaults increases exponentially. So the prosecutors think about that. And the truth is they don't mix juveniles, meaning kids that are actually under the age of 18, into adult prisons. There are special facilities here in, in Florida. I believe there are four of them that have juvenile offenders that are in adult court and they have them as youthful offender camps. They put them in youthful offender camps, but those, from what I've been told, are the absolute worst place that you can possibly be because everybody there is the worst of the worst. So there's a lot of gang affiliations. There's a lot of attacks. There's a lot of beatings. There, there is a lot of stress just by being in that environment. And you know, if you look at Aiden Fucci, he's 14 years old. You know, I, I don't know if he's a big 14-year-old or a small 14-year-old, but I promise you he's small compared to some of these hardened, you know, 16 and 17-year-olds that have been sentenced as adults that are in these juvenile detention facilities at the Florida Department of Corrections. Actually, the Department of Corrections calls these juvenile facilities a test of heart. 
And the reason they call that is the amount of stress involved in being in these facilities with all of these tough guys, for lack of a better term, really takes its toll on the psyche of a young uh, offender. So if he's charged as a juvenile and he goes through the process uh, in delinquency, he can be charged, he can go to jail, absolutely. He can be in these facilities, these youthful offender facilities up to the age of 21. At that point, the jurisdiction's over. He would be released back into society, at which point his debt is paid. If he's charged as an adult and he receives a long prison sentence after the, he turns 18 years old, he technically can go to an adult prison with honest to goodness adult offenders. Now, there's a little bit of give in that. The Department of Corrections has the right to classify a youthful offender, which is technically anybody under the age of 24, as an at-risk person, and they can keep you in these youthful offender facilities up to that age. But after age 24, it's over. You're going to adult prison. So think of it from a perspective of having to be 14 years old and you've spent, let's just say, from the age of 14 up to 18 in that juvenile prison with the worst of the worst. Chances are you're gonna be pretty hard at that point. If the Department of Corrections determines that you are not at risk for being abused, exploited, or you know sexually assaulted, they can send them right to adult prison. If the Department of Corrections determines that from age 18 to age 24 that there's a possibility that this person is vulnerable, they can keep them in that juvenile facility up to age 24, but then at age 24, they lose the opportunity to make that determination. You're going to big boy prison where you will be for however long your sentence is. Florida does have a good time calculation. So there is a statistical analysis that happens in your time and average person in a uh, Florida state prison will spend 80% of their actual sentence sitting in prison. Problem is there's no parole in Florida. And a minor or a juvenile cannot be sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. So there's just all kinds of issues that uh, rear their ugly head uh, when you send an, a, a child to adult court and charge them with a, with a murder, something that is going to keep them incarcerated potentially for the rest of their life. The other thing that is a reality that the prosecutors consider are all of the possible legal rights that happen after the trial itself or after a plea. You know, there really isn't much of an appeal in the juvenile system, but in, in, in adult court, you have the right to appeal your sentence. You have the right to appeal your trial if you had one. You have the right to, you know, have a higher court determine that the, the, the way you were treated was fair and constitutional. You can go to, uh, to request to go to the Supreme Court. You could potentially do a writ of habeas corpus up to the federal courts. There are all kinds of post-trial things that you can do don't exist in juvenile court, but it's a reality of being charged as an adult, and it's frankly very normal. So the prosecutors have to you know, balance the fact that the families are going to have to deal with this multiple levels of appeals over the course of many, many years, and it's just a matter of closure that will not happen for a long time. All right, so for someone that's actually practiced criminal defense work here in Florida, my gut says the prosecutors are most probably going to decide to charge Mr. Fucci as an adult. I think they're going to try to work a deal with him where he is gonna to go to prison for a long time, but it's not to that life without possibility of parole area because they're just not gonna to wanna, to, they're gonna to wanna to avoid all of those possible issues. We'll see what happens. It's probably gonna happen sooner rather than later. If you have any specific cases that you want to talk about and you're just curious to see how we think it, uh, it's going to pan out, 
you know, leave us a, a comment below. We'll make sure we get that for you. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Be back with you soon. Okay, so we have an update in the Tristan Bailey case. We just found out that the state attorney's office decided to charge Aiden Fucci with premeditated first-degree murder. So what's the difference? Initially, the thought was that the charge was going to be second-degree murder. It is now first-degree murder. The distinction being second-degree murder is a crime of passion, meaning that you did not premeditate and deliberately do something. Think of you know, a lover's quarrel that one person pulls out a gun and shoots the other one in the middle of an argument, as opposed to you sit down and you methodically make a plan on how you're going to kill somebody. So what the state attorneys have uh, determined at this point is that Aiden Fucci did premeditate the murder of someone, that someone being Tristan Bailey, and that he killed her deliberately. And the reason they determined that he killed her deliberately is when you look at the autopsy and the crime scene of the 120 or so stab wounds, somewhere in that range, that they identified on her body, a number of those stab wounds were on her hands and the front of her palms. And the forensic folks call those defensive wounds, meaning that she was trying to protect herself. In addition, this is horrible, they found a piece of the pocket knife wedged into part of her, into a bone, and the rest of the pocket knife they found when they dredged the uh, the lake that was nearby. Sounds like a bunch of high school kids were, or middle school kids were going to get together and just hang out in the woods, and it turned deadly. We will keep you posted as things happen. Just remember, though, for this purpose, it is first-degree murder, premeditation, and deliberation, technically First-degree murder has the possibility of the death penalty or life in prison, but because Aiden is a minor, death penalty is off the table. And again, this whole life in prison situation without the possibility of parole is going to be an issue that the state attorney's office is going to have to deal with. We predicted before that they were going to charge Aiden as an adult. They have charged him as an adult. I think my next prediction is going to be the initial defense in this case is going to be insanity. Insanity defense is something that I have a little bit of experience on because I actually had a nationally renowned uh, insanity case that uh, started here in Pinellas County. So my gut says the first thing you're going to hear is that he is incompetent to stand trial and that there are going to be a lot of psychiatrists and psychologists are, that are going to be hired by both the state attorney's office, the defense, and I'll bet you the court sends an independent person also to determine whether or not Aiden was competent and understood the wrongness of his actions at the time that he allegedly stabbed Tristan Bailey. So let's see what happens. Uh, we'll keep you posted as things happen. Thanks for watching this episode of The Lawyer You Know. If you like this content, please share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe to our page and like our videos. If you want some interaction, get in the comments and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you want to know any more information about our firm or this page, you can find out in the description or visit tragoslaw.com. We post multiple times throughout the week, so make sure you hit that bell so you can get the notification and not miss out on the next episode.